everybody. Welcome back to the Like I Don't Know podcast. We are on episode eight and I'm so glad you're here. It is so much fun for me to come on here and just kind of share my thoughts about really everything. I feel like it's become a lot more about a mental health journey, but I just love doing it and I'm just so glad you're here. I wanted to start this off, this podcast off off a little differently. Um, I'm recording it on Monday, the day before election day in Pennsylvania and for a lot of people in the United States. And it's really, really important that we exercise this right that we have and we go to the polls and we vote for our, our representatives, the people who are going to be creating laws for us. Um, and if you don't really know what the voting experience is like. There are so many great resources that you can go to, but one that is really easy to navigate is usa.gov um, slash register to vote. It's a great place for you to kind of get your bearings. Um, you can watch a video about being a new voter. You can look at voter registration deadlines. You can confirm that you are registered to vote um, and you can also use your local county or state websites as well to um, find out if you are registered, where your polling place is, and really just exercise this amazing right that we have. And I will get off my soapbox about voting now, but I just wanted to throw that out there. We'll be, you know, after the election when this podcast comes out, but I just wanted to kind of talk about it because I feel like it's it's really important and I, you know, we'll just leave it there. But the topic that I kind of want to talk about this time around, I've touched on a lot. I've always kind of talked about therapy and my journey with therapy and what that's looked like for me, but I wasn't always so vocal about it and confident about it because it was something that I didn't really understand. It wasn't something that was talked about in my family growing up. It wasn't and I feel like that's maybe the case for a lot of people. It you know, mental health is still a very sensitive subject, and I don't talk about it lately because it's a journey that is different for everyone. But it's something that I've come to appreciate so much, and I've been in therapy, like I've mentioned, for six almost seven years now, and I can't tell you enough good things about it because to be completely candid, it, it's, it saved my life. It allowed me to have an outlet to learn about myself and learn about my feelings and learn how to express them safely. And from a completely, you know, from a complete third party, someone who isn't involved in my day to day, someone who doesn't know my relationships personally, doesn't know the people personally in my life, doesn't know me outside of their office. And it's just, I, I can't express enough how much I recommend it, I guess. And I kind of wanted to talk about my journey to that point and why I've become such an advocate for therapy. Um, I started going to therapy, like I said, about six, almost seven years ago after my dad died. And uh, if you've experienced loss, especially a close loss, like a parent or a sibling or, you know, somebody in your immediate family, it, it's an overwhelming experience. It is something that nobody understands. It's something that nobody knows how to talk about with you. 
it's something that is very private, but it's messy and it can be public. And it's just this tornado of emotions and experience. And I was in the thick of that. And I really was, I don't want to say defensive, but for the first couple of months after my dad died, I told everybody I was fine. I said, you know what? I don't need that. I'm good. I can do this. I can process it. And we, it was, it was kind of a crazy, a crazy time in my family. My sister had moved back in. I had moved back in to our family's house. Um, and it was me, my mom, and my sister. And it was the first time that it was just the three of us in this house that was, you know, where we grew up with my dad. And it was a very tumultuous time because the three of us were processing something so traumatic and we were all dealing with it in a different way. Um, so that was kind of the first like light bulb moment that, hey, you know, maybe I do need to talk to someone outside of my orbit. And, you know, then I actually got laid off. I went back and forth between jobs and it was just a really, like I said, tumultuous time, but I got to a point um, towards the end of the year where I got a new job. I was really, really happy about it. I was enjoying it. Um, it's now my career. And I started having panic attacks. And if you've never had a panic attack, I will try my best to describe it because it's almost something that you can't describe unless you felt it um, or understand unless you felt it. But it is this feeling of just being stuck and you're anxious and your heart starts racing. And for me, I start pacing. I start, um, I can feel my heartbeat. I can't, I start kind of just spiraling. And when I say spiraling, I mean, I'm just, my brain is just constantly running and it's almost like I am on a treadmill and I can't stop it. And that experience was the final nail that told me, hey, you know, I need help. And I think it's an incredible thing to be able to admit that you need help because I think asking for help sometimes can be perceived as weakness. And in my opinion, I think it's the exact opposite. I think being able to ask for help and be vulnerable in that way can change your life for, for exponentially better. And I, you know, finally went and I found a therapist and I was very lucky. I know this isn't everyone's journey, but it only took me two therapists until I found the one that was the person for me. And, you know, it is a process and therapy, you know, it's, it's not an easy thing. It's not accessible for everyone. And I realized that, but I think every single person should have access to therapy and have access to the mental health tools that we have. And when I finally got in that door and I finally started talking to someone, it is so incredible. And I don't think I will ever be able to thank my therapists enough because they truly helped me turn my life around. And, you know, I don't say that lightly because after my dad's death, I was, and I still believe this, a completely different person. Um, I felt like my foundation had been completely rocked. And I say that now in a way where I'm almost, I almost feel lucky to have experienced that because 
it means that I had a parent that was so fiercely loving of me that it was devastating. And, you know, when I, again, when I got back, when I got into therapy, I was like, you know what, I'm starting to feel better. Like, this is why people encourage therapy. And, you know, I feel like a lot of times people still think it's like you lay down on a couch and you talk about your feelings and people ask you questions. And that's really not what it is anymore. Um, It's a time for you to reflect and just bounce ideas off of someone else that doesn't really have any idea of what your life is like and has a completely unbiased opinion of the things that are going on. And I think that's something that we all need. I think a lot of times we feel like we can't go outside of our circle because people won't understand us, but therapists are trained to do this. You know, they're trained to help us. They're trained to help our mental health, help our brain. Because at the end of the day, our brain is a muscle and people don't say that enough. You know, the brain is one of the biggest muscles in your body and it processes different, it processes so many things in a day that it's impossible to shrug it off and it's impossible to, you know, just forget about different things. And it's something that needs to be taken care of. And therapy is that just like when you, you know, break a bone, you have to go to physical therapy because you need to get that bone back to its strength. I think that's what therapy is for your brain. It's letting your brain exercise and letting your brain learn how to respond to different scenarios in a healthy way that will keep you safe. And that is why I'm such a big proponent of therapy and why I'm so vocal about the therapy that I go through. I'm not just in psychotherapy or talk therapy, as I like to call it. I don't like the word psycho. Um, And I'm also in group therapy. So I talk to a group of, you know, almost 10 women, and it's an incredible thing to come together and be in that kind of of group. Um, It's so therapeutic no pun intended. Um, it's, it's so nice because I, it's kind of like when you, when you exercise, when people say, you know, after I exercise, I feel really good. That's how I feel after therapy. I feel so good and I feel so comfortable in myself and safe in myself. And I think that's something that everyone should be able to feel. And I realize that Not everybody has the experience with therapy that I do. Not everybody has the privilege of having access to therapy like I do. Um, But I think it's something that we need to talk about and we need to take advantage of it. And we need to help those people that don't have access to mental health. And we need to be advocates for them. And I, you know, don't want to get too emotional about it, but like therapy saves your, therapy can save you. And I, that's why I think I wanted to come on here and talk about it because it literally saved me and I wouldn't be the person I am today without it. And I just think it's something that we need to get more comfortable talking about and more accepting of. Um, but that's not to say that you have to talk about it. I think I need to make that really clear too, because I understand that therapy is a very, very personal experience. And it's not something that everybody feels comfortable talking about. But because I am so comfortable talking about it, and I have this platform to do so, I I have to say these things, you know, I have to say, hey, therapy is helpful. Therapy is only going to be beneficial 
to you and everyone you can get in con- get in contact with or connect with because it just it, I I can't I can't say enough good things about it. So at this point, I'm going to start rambling. Like I feel like I always say at the end of my podcasts, but I hope this helps people um, kind of start the conversation a little bit more about mental health. And I'll see you soon. Hi, friends. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave me a review, subscribe, give this pod some stars. And remember, you can listen anytime on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Like I Don't Know Podcast. I'll see you soon.